Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Is It Me or Is It Them? I hope that you have had a few really nice days over this holiday season. Days where you have been able to actually sit back, notice all the goodness that you've created around you, notice how you have really shown up for all of the people in your life, and to give yourself some acknowledgement and some credit and a chance to sit back and enjoy that and really take that in before you go rushing to take down the decorations, get things back in order, and move on to the next thing, whatever that next thing is for you. So today, I have a question that I want to invite you into as we move into this new season, this changing of a chapter, this beginning of a new year. Although this is really a question that is so good to ask ourselves any time. So you might want to get a notebook and a, or a journal and a piece of paper whenever that's safe for you to actually spend some time reflecting on this and writing up whatever it is that comes up for you as you breathe this question in. So <clears throat> thank you for being here. This is the Is It Me or Is It Them podcast. I'm your host, April Star Boyd, and I'm a therapist, coach, and breathwork facilitator. And this podcast is a place where we talk about how we're showing up in our lives, in our relationships, in our conversations, and looking at doing that with as much courage, grace, and compassion as possible so that we can be really more fully expressed of who we are, what we want to be about, and how we want to experience our lives here. So thank you for being here with me. So I had an experience yesterday. Was it yesterday? Maybe two days ago. And I had gone to this coffee shop to spend some time editing the book that I'm working on. And I thought I'd be a nice change of scenery to go and hang out in a coffee shop for a bit and get a break from being inside my house with my alone with my laptop <laughs> and my dogs. So I went to this coffee shop and it was so interesting because these two women sat down beside me and because they were close, I could of course hear everything that they were saying. I could hear their full conversation, whether I wanted to or not. <laughs> That is the joy of public spaces. And at the time, it was kind of annoying me that I was like not being as productive as I wanted to be as I was editing my book. But it really impacted me. It really bothered me what I was hearing being said beside me. And what I was witnessing was very clearly a conversation between a manager at a workplace and her employee, her subordinate. And mm, (laughs) it did not feel good. So what I was witnessing was the manager was saying things to the woman like, so I noticed that you've had your door closed a lot lately. What is that about for you? What is going on? And and it was interesting because 
that kind of question coming from a place of true, genuine care, a true, genuine check-in and concern might have been like a really lovely question, right? A really lovely moment of care and connection. But I got to tell you, in this moment overhearing it, it did not feel like that was what was happening. It looked like the manager would have rather have been doing absolutely anything else, any other task under the sun, rather than having to sit here and talk to her employee about these kinds of things. And and as I sat there, it just did not feel good listening to this woman, the junior woman, having to respond and talk about really a desire for some quiet, a desire to be able to focus on her work. And essentially, the freedom and right to shape some of her environment in a way that felt comfortable for her. And as the manager was talking, she was like, well, she was saying things like, you know, I know that you're a team player. So, you know, I know that this was just whatever. And I'm like, "Mm." so here's the thing that, and, and here's the thing, as you know, it's not always the words that somebody is saying. It's the energy that's happening around these conversations. And what seemed to be happening to me, and I don't know why, maybe the manager was burnt out. Maybe she had stuff going on in her own personal life that was just so much bigger than what was happening here. It was hard for her to be present. Right? I have no idea what was contributing to this woman being so detached and disinterested and moving through this conversation with this other vulnerable party, right? Your employee, your subordinate, the people you're supervising are by nature experiencing a power dynamic with you, right? And within that power dynamic, I was not really enjoying the vibe of a lack of care, a lack of true care. And the story reminded me, you know, this moment (laughs) reminded me of past decisions that I've made in my life to say this environment is not really feeling good for me. This environment is not really in line with my values or my ethics of how I think this work should be done or whatever that is that's happening in this moment. But it was just so cringy for me as I was watching this junior woman having to be the okay maker, (laughs) essentially be the one that's still smiling, that's still being enjoyable to be around, that's still being really friendly and engaging and super polite. As there's this really top heavy, uncaring conversation that's happening. And it just made me want to take this woman by the arm, walk her outside and set her free into the wild and be like, just go, (laughs) just run. Because here's the thing. I think we have to look at the standards that we are living with in our lives. Now, of course, there's all kinds of layers of privilege in this. There's all kinds of realities of the bills need paid and rent is due and all of those kinds of things. And I've certainly 
been in those places where my own personal joy, <laughs> my own personal evolution, you know, wasn't at a place where that was able to be <clears throat> as much of a concern. But if I'm being really honest, it wasn't just because of my access to resources at that time. It was because of the standards that I had set for my life. I had basically bought into this idea that work is supposed to be uncomfortable, that your boss has all of this power over you and you have to just take whatever it is that they throw at you. I remember in my younger years, in my first kind of introduction to the workforce, washing dishes at this restaurant when I was like 14 years old. And the boss would frequently get absolutely hammered, smash things around, yell at the staff. And I, as a 14-year-old experiencing my first paid employment, found him and the whole environment to be terrifying. (laughs) And yet this was kind of just normalized as like, it's work, right? Like this is life and this is how employment works. You just have to kind of take whatever it is that's happening. And there may be times and periods in our life where we have to just endure, right? Because there's something bigger and more important that's at stake here. But what I want you to check in with is where do you need to raise the standards in your life? Because the standard that I have come to step into is I don't want to be around people who don't actually care about me. This is really a standard of anyone that I'm collaborating with, of anybody that I would be working with, of any environment that I'm really having to spend significant time in. I don't want to be around people that don't actually care about me. And when we think about it, this is such a basic thing. And yet, personally took me a long time to even consider this as a possibility. And here's the thing. I know that some of you listening to this right now have friends that don't actually act like they care about you. You might be in a relationship where you don't feel like your partner actually cares about you, where they truly tend to and are as concerned about your own well-being as they are their own. True reciprocity, true exchange of mutual respect. So as I was listening in the coffee shop to this woman having to go through these motions of essentially just remaining this peacemaker of being pleasant and fine and upbeat while she's having this conversation that actually felt and looked quite degrading and really detached from any true human emotional connection happening, it just really reminded me of this important check-in. Where in your life can you consider raising the standards of how you want to be treated And what you think that you deserve. Take a moment to just breathe that in. Where in your life do you need to possibly update 
and refresh the operating procedures for what is actually good enough for you and what you think is fine. And here's a good check-in, a good way to kind of try this on. When you think about somebody you really love, whether that's a child you have or a best friend or a niece or a nephew or somebody you really deeply love and care about, what would you say to them if they were putting up with whatever the thing is that you were currently putting up with in your life? What would you say to them? What would your hope be for them? What would your wish be? What would you want them to understand? What would you want them to see? And my wish for you is that you consider this really radical and important idea that you deserve to feel good, that you deserve to be treated well, that you deserve to feel respected, valued, and appreciated. And where you can, in whatever way that feels safe and available to you, and notice that's different than a little bit uncomfortable, right? Whenever we are kind of reaching, whenever we're starting to make a declaration that I deserve more, that I deserve better, it's always a bit uncomfortable. But notice and get honest with yourself about where is it time to expect more and to expect to be treated better. Thanks for listening. And again, the best way to thank a podcaster is to share this episode with somebody that could enjoy this and benefit from this as well. And I should also tell you about the group I have started in January. So this is going to be our fifth round of the Bold as Love Collective. And what this is, is it's all taking place virtually. <clears throat> but basically, this is a gathering and a reset of women who value self-reflection, personal responsibility, trying to look at doing better, and where we need to make changes in our life to get there where we need to get honest with ourselves about what is working, what is not working, how we're contributing to some of the smallness, <laughs> some of the moments of biting our tongue when we need to be speaking up, some of these moments of settling for a lot less than we would want anybody that we love to settle for. This is a place where we're unpacking some of that. And I'm sharing with you some of my most loved and valued approaches and strategies and mindset tools that have been useful for me and the many, many, many women that I've supported in my private practice over the years and in my coaching work as we move into this place of what would this look like if we were moving through our lives and our relationships with more confidence, with more ease, with more self-respect and with more honesty with ourselves and with the people around us about who we are and what we feel like we deserve. So I'm going to put the link for that in the show notes here and feel free to message me if you have questions.
All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next time.